to Ladies Elite for January 30th, 2014. This is episode 92. Eight more. I know. Eight more. (laughs) (laughs) This is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I'm Kim. And I am Stephanie. (laughs) Did you forget who you were for a second? So sorry. That's all right. Uh, This week we are discussing Octodad. Just was released today. Um, Broken Age, Assassin's Creed Liberation, and uh, I have a World of Warcraft story that I have to get off my chest. Oh, very nice. Oh gosh. Um, So, how are you, ladies, doing? Has it been a good week? It's been a busy week. Holy cow. I have, again, I just haven't had much time to play games because I'm just uh, between work and just life. It's been crazy. But you just added Skyrim to the show notes. So you have some time. Well, I I have a little story I want to tell about Skyrim. (laughs) You reminded me of something and I was like, I gotta, I gotta tell this. And it's a little cute thing. So it's really short. Well, tell me now. Oh, so I was playing Skyrim and I, that's like my go-to game right now. Just when I want to like unwind, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to think about anything because you don't have to really think about it right now. It's to the point that I can just wander and stuff, but I keep going into the blacksmith in Winterhold. Is it called Winterhold? Yeah. Um, because he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walk in there and I just oh. sell my stuff to him. He's like my go-to guy to sell stuff to just because he's so cute. Oh, and I like his funny. arms, you know? <laughs> I can tell you, the guy who does the voice of the uh, Lord of Winterhold, you know, the opposition guy, I love listening to his voice. Like, oh, my God, I'll just I'll just talk to him just to hear him say lines. Love it's it. It's hilarious how we do that, that we like <laughs> attach to. Oh, I'm sure we are not alone. No, oh, God. <laughs> on both sides. Yeah. Obsessing over things in Skyrim. Yeah. Who does yeah. that? <laughs> As well, I load up my fortieth mod for that game. Come on now, holy well, cow! <laughs> well, my little my little side story about World of Warcraft. Of I've been I've convinced Mark to start um, running dungeons, five man dungeons with me. Mm-hmm. Um, during lunch and I'm like because he's he's down because he's not geared up and I've been Mm. spending a lot of time kind of going in and I see I don't mind um stinking when I go into I'm like I'm not I'm under geared whatever you know (laughs) but I guess as DPS it's more noticeable um oh no as a tank it is way yeah that's true that's true (laughs) that's what holds me back right now yeah I'm trying to gear up my tank but I don't dare set foot in there until I am over geared Right. For whatever level I'm tanking, it's it's intimidating, right? I mean, yeah, it's very intimidating. So I it is. so since I have geared my healer up, I'm like, you know what? You stick with me. We'll go into these five mans, and they give you crap. Then we'll leave. F them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the healer's gone. So, um, we went into uh, what was it? It wasn't Sholomance. We did go into Sholomance, and that was a good run. Mm. We went into um. What's the other one that has the headless horseman? Um, Kara. No, 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 no. The headless horseman. Yeah, every year at Halloween you go. Oh, Scarlet, Scarlet Monastery. Scarlet, yeah. That, so that's that's they've retooled that, and we ran a five man heroic. Um, and the the tank. I, if you're a tank and you're listening to me, and you do not realize how how much that healer is needed, like. 
I get with some of these groups and they have such an inflated sense of how awesome they are. Oh, yes. Because I'm healing them. Mm -hmm. And the problem is I'm always at least 10 steps behind. Mm -hmm. And when you go into a a dungeon like Scarlet Monastery where you're turning corners and Mm -hmm. the the line of sight is really impossible, he he just went and rushed ahead and just started pulling all kinds of crap. And I had just rezzed somebody because they were out of line of sight in the fight. Mm -hmm. and. I couldn't, I was so mad. They're like, where's the healer? I'm like, F you do. You ran ahead. Guess what? You wait for me. (laughs) Right. Well, and then you've got those um, monk um, tanks that can roll really fast and they just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. And you're like, then die, dude. Yeah. Seriously, we're a group. You're not an individual. We're a group. You might think you're (laughs) awesome, but I make you awesome. (laughs) Uh, yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've been uh, working on my rep for the um, August Celestials to get the 28-slot bag uh, mm-hmm. recipe. And I just got it today, so hooray. Uh, but one of my favorite uh, dailies to do is up in the uh, White Tiger Temple mm-hmm. uh, because it's the three NPCs. It's the Pug, P-U-G, and you have to go <laughs> fight them. There's heels, tanks. And DPS, <laughs> and uh, and each one of them says something funny as you're fighting them. Like if you attack the healer first, he's like, "Tank, tank, get this one off me!" Right. And, and the tank's like, and if you kill the tank, he's like, uh, "Where's my healer? Where's my healer?" Where's my and heels? DPS is all, "I needed that gear." That's <laughs> 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 like that's like my favorite thing to do. Oh, the little pug. I need. Uh, I haven't been up dig. there yet. Oh, that's awesome! So this yeah, hilarious. I love that one. That was my little vent. I, I've just oh, that just yeah. Because the at hell this out point, of me. at this point, the people who raid really are super overgeared for daily for daily dungeons, regular mm-hmm. dungeons. So they'll go in expecting to roll over it, and that's what they do. The tank is overgeared. The DPS is overpowered. They're going to pull off of a of a low tank. And and it, you know everything will just come running. So if you're if you're a lobby and you're running with strangers, I I feel it's, your pain. It's just frustrating. and it is torturous. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. And even as run a, with people you know. Well, and even as a higher geared you know healer, I still I'm constantly trying to keep up. Like they just ugh, they just run ahead. Yeah, well, they and don't even the pay attention to my mana. It's like, dude, guess right. what? I I'm not. A priest. I, you know, I'm a paladin healer. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I have to hit my yeah, butt and, to the floor. And definitely different classes have mana issues. Like yeah. on my mage, I can cast literally nonstop and my mana bar will never drop. Yeah. Never. Never drops. My priest, pff, four, and I'm dead. When, you know, I'm out of, I'm out of mana. When like, I'm, it's, it is outrageous. When I'm, well, yeah, fighting, I'm monk. Yeah. Monk healers, <laughs> they never run out of mana. Seriously, you can uh, just go forever and ever and yeah. ever. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, moving on. I'm done with that. That was <laughs> I, our I little am, gripe session. Well, I am having fun. I mean, I will say that. I'm really having fun yeah. running Dungeons with Mark. And mm-hmm. I think it was probably nice for him to see me get frustrated because I think he gets frustrated <laughs> a lot. And I'm like, F them. <laughs> like, oh, I like doing so the many. scenarios. Because they're quick and yeah. you don't really need a dedicated anything. Right. Like everybody, I, I like those. Yeah, I do like the scenarios. I, I don't like how you have to have a party of three already formed for the heroic scenarios, though. Mm, true. I'm not, I kind of just want to 
go in there with go in yeah, yeah but you gotta find people <laughs> uh, thank you dills for helping me <laughs> dills, dills was playing uh hearthstone and i was like i couldn't find anyone no one in the guild would would go with me except for uh one guy and i, I every time i looked at his name i saw evil in but it was like evil or evil something but um he said i'll go with you and i couldn't find anybody else and so dills Aww. was playing hearthstone i'm like hey could you can come? you come <laughs> and he's like sure he and he's like i'm laddering but i'll 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 come over i'm like oh thank you so much so dills <laughs> nice. i'm sure you don't listen but thank you i really appreciate it i actually got a really cool piece of gear because of that because oh see you gotta you get a quest Seriously. you get a quest from some panda and you go in and that's how you complete it. And he gave me uh, a really cool upgrade. So I'm all, I think I'm like almost at five ten item level now. So I, I farm the crud out of timeless isle. So I'm like five twenty five. What? Yeah. How the heck did you I... burdens burdens? Mm, what's that? <laughs> burdens of eternity. No, I don't know what that is. Okay, so the timeless gear is yeah, four ninety yeah. six, right. right? But if you get a burden and you apply it to an unused timeless piece, it becomes five thirty five. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. So I, that's what I do. Okay, I'll have to look into Burdens that. Of <laughs> it's amazing how much I think I know, and then I talk to you, and I'm like, I have no <laughs> freaking clue what I'm doing. Yeah, that's. So. I, I feel the same way about Wow that. I know just the surface. And so, like, I'll, I would listen to Asheo, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. he would just know anything and everything all yep. the time. At a moment's notice, he would be like, oh, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> okay. That's how Dark Anders is, too, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. I remember stuff from Vanilla, but, like, now I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. I just kind of go from what I know. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's go ahead and move on. It, it looks like both of you played Assassin's Creed Liberation. I did. Did you, Ken? Uh, about a third of the way through. Oh, so I didn't even play that much because I was like, I started playing it. And then I, I had started playing Broken Age before that. And I'm like, uh, mm, I want to go back to Broken Age. So <laughs> I, played, nice. I played just a bit. And there was running in it. And I was like, okay, I know I can do the running, but I don't really feel like doing the running. <laughs> and I hate the running. So I was like, I'll go to Broken Age because it's much funner. So I, I barely even got into it. It's probably because you've, you've just – you're still playing Black Flag. So Yeah. And Black Flag, I like it so much that mm-hmm. this seemed a little clunky mm-hmm. to me and not as pretty and things. So her it was hair, kind of a disappointment. Her hair me. is pretty awful. And the accents. <laughs> the in oh my God, the, the accents. They're, they're bad. You and just wait. You just wait until <laughs> the Spanish come in. Holy <laughs> smokes. Holy smokes. Uh, so I, I think I it's honestly like, forgotten where I was supposed to be. This is supposed <laughs> to be New Orleans, is right? It, uh, is yes. French is it? And yes. Caribbean and Spanish and I uh, so French and Caribbean I can see but yeah but I think it's like you Nicole when you played Fallout 3 and you didn't want to play Fallout Vegas because you liked Fallout 3 so much and it was like still fresh and I think that's the kind of way with me right now yeah yeah I want to there was (laughs) okay the accents were really bad but um (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, it there wasn't anything wrong with it. I was just like, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag is still much better. And 
then I wanted to play Broken Age. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, whatever. So Steph, did you, are you enjoying Liberation? Uh, yes, I am actually. Uh, more than I thought I would. Uh, because it is a different spin on mm-hmm. uh, the whole assassin story. Right. Because um, it's all about, inter- it's almost, you're going in as a, entertainment. Like you're <laughs> playing through the story. Right. And, their- yeah, and they, are, they are actually telling you, this is the game. Right? right, I'm. I'm not pretending. I mean, they're they're selling you this as I went to Abstigo and uh, I'm playing this game. So this is the game. And and actually, at this point in the game, I've already met someone from outside the game who's trying to tell me uh, something about the story. Citizen E. Hmm. I meant to kill him every time he shows up as a character, kind of like a little matrixy. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah, but what I what I like about this variation is there are three personas that your character gets to choose from. There is the lady persona who They're can walk the streets without anyone, uh, you know, giving her, her the evil eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she can't climb. No, she doesn't. She, doesn't, she has that big poo. She has a big poopy yeah. dress on. <laughs> exactly. She can't climb anything. Yeah. Right. So if you see a treasure, pff, sorry, you ain't getting it. Not as the lady. Uh, then there's the, of course, the assassin pers- uh, persona who will be instantly, if she walks the streets in the daytime, uh, set upon by the guards. Uh, and then there's the slave persona, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which uh, she can walk the streets, um, you know, and without she, being hassled. Yeah. And she can tear down posters for her other personas that happen to be wanted. Uh, and she can generally walk past with the guards and she can climb a little so, but she's not as good with the weapons as the other personas. It's funny to me because it's the same person. <laughs> yeah, it's, the same, it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, I kind of uh, think it's like her gear, right? right so right. in the big poofy skirt, she can't climb and she can't fight because there's nowhere to hide her, her weapons. Uh, as the assassin, obviously she's completely unencumbered, unencumbered so she can fight very well as the slave. Yeah. Again, can't fight very well because well and she also she has a a mission where one of the earlier missions you go to a plantation and you free a lot of slaves right uh you're you're meant to investigate or you know you're investigating yeah why they're disappearing it's been a while since played. yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you you just kind of blend in with the uh with the the uh, the other slaves Mm -hmm. and it's 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 a very strange history Mm -hmm. you know like like, how can one person pass for a noble person as well as a slave? All well, in she's the same a, she's adopted, right? Area, but she's, still, prejudice doesn't go away just because you happen to be dressing differently. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, true. if your skin color is a skin color that's frowned upon, it's going to be frowned upon. It doesn't matter if you're wearing a dress or slave rags. Yeah, it just seems kind of weird. To I me. was curious about as I got further into the story how much more because. Initially, the the training mechanism for the game of you learning, you know, what the controls do is you're a young girl, you're, Mm -hmm. you're a very young version of of the assassin, and you're looking for your mother. Well, first you start out chasing a chicken. <laughs> that's right. You are chasing a chicken. Chasing, chasing a chicken. <laughs> so, that's the name of this episode needs chasing to be. Chasing the chicken. Chasing the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and that's I, how you lose your mom. I yeah. lost my mom chasing a chicken. <laughs> and that's so, so simple. <laughs> Kids, 
Kids don't ever just don't chase chickens. Don't chase chickens. Don't chase chickens. There you go. <laughs> don't don't I, chase waterfalls. Don't chase chickens. I, I I am curious about this the story arc. Like, does she ever find her mother? What's the whole backstory? Why did why did this family take her in? Like, I'm sure that all plays out in right. in, in the game. So I'm just now getting to the story of her mother. Um so I'm intrigued to see where that all yeah, comes me from. Too. Um, so Kim, you, you started playing Broken Age. Did you finish it yet? I finished one storyline. I finished the boy storyline. That's oh, the, nice. um, yeah, that's Shay. the one I, yeah, Shay. That's the yeah. one I finished first too. Yeah, I finished his first. Um, and I'm a little bit into the other girl, the girl's part. I can't remember her name. Her name's v- Vela. Vela, yes. Yeah. Um, because I, I got stuck on the knife just like you did. So I got, <laughs> I got frustrated and I was like, well, I'll go to the other, the other side. And the other side just was, I think, a lighter storyline mm-hmm. and it was kind of a fluffier storyline. A easier. little bit. It's easier. Yeah. And, and well, it's also not like a heavy subject right. like the other yeah. one was. Sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I, I found it a little lighter or easier to consume mm-hmm. as well, you know, get you into but, the game. Like it yeah. helped me more yeah, to really get into that world and how the game worked and the, and the pointing and the clicking and, the <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> but it also, I think because, you know, that the, the spaceship is basically made for a toddler, you know, it's yeah. for, you know, keeping a toddler safe and you kind of felt that way and you could feel the frustration of Shay being stuck in this toddler's world. And you're like, okay, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Let's go do something else, you know? <laughs> and so it was fun to, to break out and be bad. And I don't know, I guess I felt a connection with the game mm-hmm. and it was kind of just, it was, it was fun, and I love the the artwork. And I know there's some people that are like, "Oh, the artwork is you know terrible." And what like, people are saying that? Well, what? there's been a few things I saw that they didn't like the artwork, and I'm like, yeah. I love the artwork. I think it's it's great, and it it's like it brings you in. You know, it really pulls you in, and the the wolf and the knitter guy that knits the galaxies you <laughs> yeah, need to go yeah, to. Yeah. It's all so cool. It's so really I nice. I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to finishing um Vela's Yeah, hers is her that. story is is longer than Shay's and mm-hmm. it is more difficult. Uh, I I actually cheated a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, to go online because I only had like I had 10 15 minutes before Mateo got oh. home and I just want I wanted to get through it and so I kind of cheated so <laughs> and I had missed something like because the one thing you have to pick up you really have to put your cursor across the whole scene because there might be something you need to pick up and the mm-hmm. only way you can pick it up is if you have a certain dialogue with a character. And then once you get to that dialogue, they'll let you do something and, and retrieve that object. So, yeah, and that's I, – I did the same thing. I looked it up because I was really frustrated. <clears throat> I could not figure out. So it, that, it, that seemed like a weird mechanic to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. seem like a normal point-and-click thing. So it was a little different. So if you're frustrated, look up that first one. That's the only one I had to look up through the whole game. Yeah. Well, wait till you so. get to the end. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> wait till you get to the end. But the ending is wonderful. I loved it. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Please, please, Act 2, come out. But I have not found a date for Act 2. I've only heard 
um, this year. Yeah. You know, so whether it be the middle of the year, end of year, who knows, but uh, I think Mm -hmm. um, I'm really looking forward. And if you're even thinking about this, you should buy it. Really clever, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Very funny. I really liked it. But I'm kind of, it took a long time to get this out. Two years. It doesn't um, seem like a game that would have taken two years, does it? You know <laughs> I mean, I know that uh, I've never developed a game, so I have no clue what it takes to get all of that talent. I mean, they got an ama- amazing, talented uh, voice actors to participate, and maybe that took you know a while to coordinate and stuff like maybe that. Maybe Elijah Wood was off, you know, doing additional <laughs> voice work for The Hobbit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is a good point. That is a very good point. So, Wait until he was done. Um, go ahead. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. And in fact, one of the stories, and I'll just, since we're talking about Kickstarter and kind of Broken Age, because it was a Kickstarter game, mm-hmm. um, there was a study that was just released that found that Kickstarter games aren't getting finished. <laughs> That's really not a surprise. This is not a no. surprise. I mean, no. and, and the study is... It, it, is interesting just to kind of see because after after Double Fine funded so far over their initial goal, like Kickstarter was flooded, flooded with games. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the number one um, funded Kickstarter category is mm-hmm. games. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, so I I honestly uh, the way I kind of approach. Uh, Kickstarter now, especially with the experiences I've had with games, I kind of stay away from games. Yeah. Not, not to mention, not to mention, a lot of games are now doing this alpha stage with Steam. Oh, yeah. And I'm, t- I'm kind of getting sick of that too. So, but whatever. Because um, there are, there have been cases where people buy games in the alpha and they don't really do much after that either. Yeah. So you're just kind of, I don't know. You get burned once, you kind of, you're kind of a little gun shy. Yeah, exactly. So, so what does it say? Overall, from 2009 to 2012, 37% of games got finished and 8% were partially delivered. Um, the other, but these numbers don't make sense. 37 plus 8 plus 3 plus well, I've 2. Seen, I've seen a lot of Kickstarters, you know, basically they fund and then they come back and say, I've uh, that happened with that um board game um swords or I can't remember but it was like we had no idea what it was going to take really you didn't have any <laughs> idea like isn't that part of your prep and planning when you create yeah. this Kickstarter it's your business plan yeah, right it's right saying how long it's going to take and I think and, and now I think Kickstarter is trying to mediate that a little bit more with the the questions that they asked the creators uh, the very last ones you know, like do you what do you anticipate being some of the um struggles or issues that might happen during you know production or whatever things like that mm-hmm. so you can have a little bit more i don't know insight into what might be going on with the with the campaign so right um so yeah i'm so glad you're playing broken age you're going to love vela's story <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited to finish it and I was I couldn't put I couldn't stop playing Shay's storyline until I just finished it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. cuz it was just that good. So, yeah, really excited. I'm I'm so glad I funded this Yay. or you know, got it on there. Did you Very glad. Did you um so I when I finished it, I I waited 
until they got to the ends because they do it alphabetically. And I couldn't oh, find to look for your I name. Cu- I couldn't find my name, so I'm oh. wondering if I put ladiesofleet.com. <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, I didn't. I forgot all about that. I need to go look at the. I need to look at that. You won't. My- you won't see it until you finish the game, and it takes. I mean, oh. there are thousands of names. <laughs> like, man, it was probably five minutes before it got to the ends, uh, and oh. I was like, whoa. So yeah, a lot of backers at that at that level. Hundred and I think it was a hundred dollars and higher got into the the credits maybe. Nice. So yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, let's move on to our iPhone games. We have Doctor Who Legacy mm-hmm. with free with in app purchases. So uh, no, Stephanie, I'm guessing yes. this was you. <laughs> yes, this was me. <laughs> so tell me so, about Doctor Who Legacy. I can understand why you thought it was Kim because it's a match three, which I know Kim likes. <laughs> oh, is it? Yes, a it Doctor is. Who match three. That's Doctor weird. Who match three. <laughs> it is okay. So, and I'm actually really enjoying this. Uh, so it is free, uh, and the idea is that you are the uh, Matt Smith Doctor, and uh, you know you're you're playing with one companion, and a war breaks out where they're trying to go back in time and and undo different things, whatever. Typical Doctor Who. Uh, so then you have to build a team of your doctor and uh, four more companions. So a team of five, uh, I think, or five companions. And uh, and so you do that uh, each – so imagine it, you know a board with the match three. Each one of the colors corresponds to one of the companions. So when you match their color, they get to attack the the mobs that are at the top of the screen. Uh, and, you know, obviously you want those combo drops to do it. Mm-hmm. And they, they did it slightly differently where traditionally in a match three, you can only move up or to the side, right? You can actually move one color anywhere across the line to make a match. Oh, right. Cool. So, so yeah, it's slightly different, but I'm really enjoying it because as you progress, uh, you know, it's obviously you're meeting all the old uh, traditional enemies of uh, Doctor Who. So I always enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is a nice uh, take on the, the match three. And um, there you go. It's free. There you go. And you know what? I, I f- totally forgot to talk about Octodad. Yeah, I was going to – I was wondering if it was going to I was so – On purpose? <laughs> my uh, World of Warcraft talk energized me so much that I just shoom, went right by it. Um, so, yeah, that came out today, and I, I spent about an hour playing it because um, that was uh, one that? of the games – What's that? What is it? So it was one of the games that was highlighted during the PS4 launch. Um, I believe it was the PS4 launch. Um, and <laughs> so the so this is the sequel to Octodad. So Octodad is the first one. It was a freeware game developed by a bunch of students at DePaul University. The sequel to this is Octodad Daddiest, Dadliest Catch. <laughs> like yes, Dadly, Dadliest. Dadliest Catch. Like- um, and, and so you play an octopus and, and you're posing as a human with his own human family. And so the first scene is your soon to be wife standing at the altar waiting for you going, where is he? Where is he? And it's not like you're an octopus with a f- human face mask. No, you're, no. you're you're an octopus <laughs> yeah. like you have the bulbous head you have the sticker legs and but mm-hmm. you're in a suit so you're fooling everyone <laughs> it's so goofy it's so goofy <laughs> but here's the thing about the gameplay it's freaking hard and it's meant to be hard so right. as and it's it's controller supported 
So the first thing you do is that you're supposed to get dressed and go find your suit um, for the wedding. (laughs) And so you're, you're trying to walk and the way you walk is right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, left trigger. And then you move the the knobs around and you can hit the A button to uh, grab on to something so you can suck it with your sucker. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so you're like, literally just flailing all over the place and you kind of figure out a little rhythm but there, it's never meant you're never meant to like get it like really right truly it means so awkwardly horrible i i tell you watching the gameplay it completely reminded me of that flash game qwop oh yeah totally, trying to be the runner yes, yes. that's exactly what it reminded me of you flailing <laughs> around trying to get somewhere kind of moving but not quite well, and, quite and then you get these objects, these weird objects. So you're trying to make sure nobody realizes that you're an octopus. And so when you when you finally get to the to the uh, to the church and you start walking down the aisle, there's a bunch of banana peels in the aisle, <laughs> and, and everybody is looking at you, and you are trying to like keep it together. And I'm like, okay, I gotta move that, and oh, don't knock over the flowers. Oh crap. Oh. And, it, and if you hit somebody, there's like this big purple splat that comes up, and uh, it's so funny. And what's really kind of cool, I was looking at um, some of the inside, like in the menu options, there's a Steam work- Workshop. So people are building like little mini games with Octodad. And so like there's there's like a zero gravity one that comes with it to kind of show you that, hey, there's more than just the game that you can play with. Um so there's a whole community of people building stuff around this Octodad universe, as well as you can do co-op. So you can nice. you can try to like work together with somebody to maneuver Octodad. Oh, so it's yes. hard enough to try to do it on your own. <laughs> Let's put somebody else in there with you to try to move the appendages for Octodad. So, I'm still not uh, sure how he had two human children, though. That's kind of puzzling me. Yeah. So, but it's funny. It's meant to be hilariously stupid, and it is. And you can get it on sale right now. It's on sale for $11.99. It's normally, I think, 15 bucks. So it's 20% off right now uh, on Steam. So, yeah. It's funny. I think yeah. I get that. That sounds like a light-hearted kind of it's, game yeah. that... You know, after you're playing some of the heavy games, yes, that's a good game to play. And it's meant to just be <laughs> silly. And if you are horrible, that makes it even more fun <laughs> and ridiculous. And like right now, I'm at the grocery store and I'm I have to get pizza, frozen pizza. Like you have all these little tasks. So one of one of the big ones after you get married, you wake up in your house and your wife wants you to go out in the backyard and mow the lawn and pull the weeds. And you think, oh, these are such simple tasks. No, they're like really hard. <laughs> and it's silly. And I'm like flopping my tentacles all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there you go. Octodad. It's out right now. It's really adorable. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I could have swore I saw it was coming uh to ps4 uh but i don't see it i know it's in steam that's where i picked Mm, it up first so i'm sure it'll probably come out uh in some of the other places oh look at that it was a kickstarter (laughs) i'm just oh was it the sequel the sequel uh no it says octodad 2 so this is the second one so this must be this must be it 
Oh, that's awesome. Yay! <laughs> they got to be in part a uh, part of that 30 something percent. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well, well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so uh for for my iPhone game, I've been playing this cute little game called Tiny Thief. Have you Oh, have I have you, that too. Do you have it? Yep, yes. I do too. It is I do too. So cute. We, have we talked about it on the show before? Or have you and I just kind of didn't hear I don't, you? I don't, I don't know I that have, happens. I have this in my inventory in Steam, and but I haven't played it yet on Steam. And I saw it on the iPhone and I was like, oh, I'm going to play it on the iPhone. It looks like a, a good iPhone game. And it is. I like it. It's really good. And the you play a little tiny thief and you have different <laughs> objectives based on the, the board. And so, like, for instance, I'm getting ready to do one. And it's called Pumpkin Soup. And I have to find, I have to um, get the pumpkin without being seen by the guards. Mm-hmm. I have to get my little animal friend out. And he, uh, I don't think he need. Uh, he also can't be seen. And mm-hmm. then there's um, other option, uh, objectives within the, the map itself that you don't know until you like click. So it's a yeah. you know, point and click, <laughs> you know. So like, for instance, the previous board. Um, I clicked on a crab and it, and I was able to grab the crab and that was my extra. So your your objective is to get the three stars and find everything and then also not get seen. So it's a two ninety nine little game. It's cute. There's a whole bunch of different um, the little strategies. Pet is adorable, isn't I, it? It's a, is it a squirrel with, or a ferret? What the heck? It looks is like it? a ferret yeah. to me. Yeah, the artwork it's, is really adorable. It's yeah, cute. that was super cute. Yeah. Cute, and it's—I mean—it's clever too. So, there's there was one I just played. You had to get the scissors to cut the rope, to drop the guard down that had the bucket on his head. And, <laughs> and there's like a little hint book too, so you don't get stressed out too much. Um, it's meant to be a fun little game. So, Tiny Thief, two ninety nine, mm-hmm. and you can—it's both um, uh, in Google Play and in iTunes. So I like it when they mm-hmm. do both platforms. Um, <laughs> All right, let's get into some internet news. It looks like the trailer for Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea Part 2 was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's spoilers in it? Huge spoilers. Oh. Yes. Don't I'm watch gonna... it. I haven't watched it. I, Don't I refuse. watch it. Why did they make a yeah. trailer with spoilers in it? I, I don't know, but there's big spoilers in it, so don't watch it if don't you don't want to it. spoil it. Spoiler. All I had to do was see the splash screen, and I knew I wasn't going to watch it because I don't want spoilers. Yeah, I watched it. Don't watch it. Have you it. finished? Please tell me you finished episode one. I did. Yeah, I loved okay. it. Oh, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. But so it, it picks yeah. up from how that ended. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was crazy how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was funny because when it ended, I was like... I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> so I, I ended up having to go online and read more about kind of the the hidden meanings, meaning to most of it. And and then I was like, oh, okay, so it's the evolution of Elizabeth really is what we're what we're witnessing here. I guess, but that does that still make sense to you? It still kind of doesn't make sense. to it me. It makes sense to me. Yeah, I if you take I guess how- maybe how Bioshock Infinite ended, episode, Burial at Sea should not have taken place. And yet it is. Uh, so and, and maybe that's what I'm kind of but no, struggling no, no. with. Oh, God, yeah. I can't talk about it. 
yeah, without exactly. giving it away. <laughs> Can't talk about because it. the way I was, what I read about it made sense to me. So and maybe you read something. Maybe I should read what you read. Yeah. So when Not we're right. done recording, I'll tell you what I what I what <laughs> okay. I found. So I think what you think is at the end of Infinite, what we saw like his second chance is what we're seeing now in Burial of the Sea, that's not the case. No. 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 Um, I'll tell you about it. In fact, if you're interested in... I'm not going to record anything, but I'll put the link to the article that talks about it and pinpoints in Burial of the Sea why why that is. And it makes sense, because I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And, oh, that dialogue did happen. And, okay, that makes sense. So Okay. Maybe, yeah, just maybe I don't... Yeah, no, there was some there was some dialogue that happened with the Lutis um, twins. What the hell are uh-huh. they? Yeah. <laughs> that happened that that makes more sense. Um, well, okay. So one of the articles that I just read was Kevin Levine, who is the writer of the Bioshock uh, trilogy mm-hmm. now, uh, and he said that there was no direct explanation that he could give to the timeline that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So take whatever somebody wrote take that with a grain of salt because it didn't come from him it's someone's theory about what's going on but i think that theory is good and it makes sense based on what's what was done in in burial at sea based on where elizabeth is in her character development so okay all right we'll talk Uh, about after the show yeah after the show but the trailer's out there if you want to watch it and there is no official release date yet yeah, and well, it took forever for the first part to come out, so I have to imagine this isn't going to be out well, for a while. The only the only hint that they've given is when the uh, season pass was released, they promised that all DLC content would be out before the end of March. Oh, so wow! Mm. That, then that should come soon. Yeah. Is there any um? Is there any more um, DLC after this? No, one? I think that's it. No. Yeah. No, that's okay. It. Because you can get the season pass for what twenty bucks on Steam, right? And uh, yeah, if you <laughs> it just cost me more for the season pass than it did for the game. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because right now it's free with the PlayStation Plus. PlayStation right? Plus, yeah. <laughs> and it was on sale like a jillion times during the winter yeah. and the holiday mm-hmm. sales. On Definitely, Steam. I have a, I have a, um, I picked up one of those Bioshock bundles with one, two, and three for fourteen ninety nine that I'm, oh, nice. I'm saving to give away on the show. I've, I've I've lost count of the number of times I've played one Bioshock one. Yeah, <laughs> so good, love it. So I need to go back and do that. I really yeah, do. It really is really is good. It held, held up so well. The uh, the trailer for Wolf Among Us, the second episode was released. Smoke and Mirrors mm-hmm. that's coming out very good next week. Is it? It's in February, first week of February, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. So, the trailer is really good. Did you watch it? I, no, I kind of I kind of just want to experience there, it without. It, there are, I'm hoping that there aren't spoilers. It really, what it does is just set the mood. Yeah. Of, uh, so, it, you know, obviously episode one ended with uh, us capturing someone that we think is responsible for the crime. Mm-hmm. And it feels like what episode two is, is the interrogation. How far will Bigby go to right. get his information? Oh, he'll go far. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. almost <laughs> wanting not to play it, you Why? know, because I... <laughs> I, I I kind of want to save it all, but no, oh, it's it's so all good. You know, it is sh- so good. <laughs> have you have either of you um, read the Ferris series yet? No. Uh, oh, uh-huh. that's great too. Uh, I have the two books. I have. I think I've talked about it on the show. Yeah. Um I have the uh, the first one, which is 
the uh, Sleeping Beauty story arc and the Rapunzel, the second one. It's the mm-hmm. two trades. So if either of you want those, I'd be more than happy to send them to you because they're wonderful. Nice. I think they- my son actually has that. We were talking about it the other day. Yeah. I just love I this world. the uh, traditional uh, Sleeping Beauty story or the grim original story? Well, it, well see, in, in Fables, Sleeping Beauty is part of... Um, so part of Fable Town, and there's like the whole the reason why they're in Fable Town because mm-hmm. something happened back in their homeland, sure. and so she's part of that whole kind of storyline. And there's something that happens that leads her leads us to the story that starts in Fairest. Oh no, I just meant uh, is her backstory the original Sleeping Beauty story, or is it the cleansed Disney version? I don't, I don't know what's the original. <laughs> I mean, the original was she was not awoken by the kiss of a prince. She was, in fact. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's the neighboring kit. king came by. And it's, I will tell you, she gave birth twice while she was in, in asleep. So uh, it's a kiss. So. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a kiss. I always hated that yeah. original story. <laughs> that sounds like uh, um, there's a story, um, you know, Anne Rice. Oh my God! You know yes. what I'm talking about. I know exactly I know, what you're talking you about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All three books. <laughs> <laughs> I have them. Me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a yeah. Little, <laughs> little, that's nothing to do with fables. Nothing well, to do. <laughs> well, it sounds nothing to me it's video games. Well, it sounds to me like it's more close. It's closer to the the grim fairy tale story than yes. than anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so true, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> looks like PlayStation Plus has a bunch of new games coming out um, for free. Uh, so PS4 is getting Outlast. PS3 is getting Payday Two. Metro Light, Last Light, which Steph, you were telling us about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember Me? You know, that was an okay game. I, it was just, it got oh, tedious. It got really yeah. tedious for okay, me. For free? Yeah, for free. You probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, wow, this is great. Right. <laughs> uh, I thought there were some really cool concepts, but it was kind of clear to me that they, they, they either ran out of time or ran out of money yeah. because everything just started looking the same. And so it, was, right. it got a little, and, little and I think our, our end comment was that ability that they have was only used like maybe three times, right. the four re- times in the, the whole re- game. The Come rewind. On, I should be using that a yeah, lot. That was really cool. That rewind option. Oh, you can manipulate their memory. So yeah. that should um, have been more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the Vita street fighter, uh, 10 Tekken mod nation racer, Mod Nation Racer. <laughs> I say that <laughs> Mod Nation's Racer Road Trip. I, yep. I never Didn't got into that. Didn't we play little... a Mod Nation's yes. way yeah. back in did. the yeah. beginning? And that was it was fun, but not I think our kind of game. Yeah, I don't think any of it, it was cute. Yeah, it was just it wasn't something that we were. It, you had to like really want to mod out the cars to mm-hmm. get into it, and yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I remember it being cute. It was cute. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then, uh, let's see. Oh, there was an article we, we were going to talk about last week. And since we brought up Assassin's Creed, I thought I'd at least bring it up. There's an interesting article out there from Reddit talking uh, one of one of the developers talking about what went, went wrong uh, with Assassin's Creed 3. So mm-hmm. um, it wasn't just my imagination. <laughs> no. Yeah, we were all talking about... What is what feels wrong with this game? Yeah. And he pretty much broke it down in so, the article. 
in in the article, did he talk about it being disjointed, or what was what did he think was wrong with it? Well, he, first of all, he said the the biggest problem was the number of cooks in the kitchen, if you will. And uh, so, how did that make it, or or how did what did that lead to making it bad? Well, to quote uh, from the article, he said the game was worked on by the majority of Montreal, which is obviously here in North America, uh, but also. Uh, Ubi, Ubi, Annecy, Ubi, Bucharest, and Ubi, Singapore. And between 500 and 600 people worked on that game. Wow. <laughs> By comparison, he says Naughty Dog has about 80 to 100. Wow. So you had all those people working across different time zones, yeah. all trying to touch different parts of the game, and nothing really being cohesive. He said like they had was essentially a B team or new hires working on the first set of quests, the Desmond quests, which we all thought were, Ugh. Ugh, yeah. well, now we know why. Because yeah. that, wasn't, that wasn't where the content was. It was, it was later in the game, which we, most, hardly anybody got to. Right. And uh, they said that there were whole sections that hardly anyone ever got to uh, because, you know, no one, so- no one ever consciously t- uh, touched them. And then there were, there, were one, there were parts where you literally could not get 100% sync, which is the whole point of the game is syncing correctly with, sure. the, with the thing because there was something wrong with the quest system. Yeah. So all this stuff just kind of fell through the cracks and then it got released that way. So. I, I wonder, I mean, I've dealt with, you know, contractors when we outsource certain parts of software to... Um, like large companies in India, and you will have um, literally 50 to 60 people working on it when you have like four working here in Mm -hmm. the States. And it's because that's the way they do things over there. And they just, um, they have so many people in there. They don't have the high level of talent, but if enough of them get together, it's kind of like one person, you know? (laughs) So I wonder if that's kind of what happened here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, 500 when... Yeah, well, normally it's yeah. Like 80 to 100. Yeah. <laughs> and he did talk about how there was one section that he worked on that he thought was so good it could have been its own game, like uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, Undead Nightmare. Uh, he said it was that good, their section, but it hardly got any. Oh, that stinks. Any play. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's sad because I, it's, I love the Assassin's Creed, like, yeah. franchise. I look at my, I have a little wall of gaming stuff and pretty much everything on it is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have like so many of the, I mean, I bought the, the collector's edition of three because I love mm-hmm. two and brotherhood so much. I still yep. haven't played revelations um, because that was when Mateo was born and I just didn't have any time. And it's kind of <laughs> like I, I have the game. I just I I would like to at least experience it because it's like Ezio's last kind of hurrah. Yeah. So yeah, and that was tying up the whole 2012 right, storyline too. Right, yeah. So so um, I want to go back and play Brotherhood again. I think now that I've played um, oh, Brotherhood, so Brotherhood good. really good. It's yeah. honestly my favorite. It's the best yeah. one. See, I think I need to go back and try it now that I've gotten into. Um, Black Flag, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Maybe now it's time I can go back and get into that and see. 
because that was like in Italy and everything, right? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I loved the scenery and I loved looking at him. I was like, <laughs> you know, so I can fall in love with another, um, you know, video game character in my life here. I, I, I have to tell <laughs> you, climbing all those buildings in the original Assassin's Creed, I never had vertigo, but climbing trees in Liberation makes my stomach drop. Really? I have no idea why. Because maybe it's because we're you have to flip around a lot and there's no straight way up. But uh, seriously, I, it makes me really uncomfortable to be up oh, on those trees. Buildings, I have no problem. Those trees make me really uncomfortable. <laughs> Swaying side. Do they sway at all? They nope. go, so. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> um, I, I get the feeling I'm going to fall all the time. And I never get that feeling on a building. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I have no idea why. Um, there's also a rumor floating around that we might be able to play our iOS games uh, through our Apple TV on the big screen. Uh, that's an yes. interesting rumor. So yes. there's a uh, there's a report from iLounge that this might be happening. Yes. Um, and they've heard it from a reliable industry source. Yes. <laughs> but I don't understand. Are you going to use – is it going to be like iPlay so you're you're actually controlling it on your iPhone would, or iPad? So, yeah, I would just no. seeing it no. on your screen? No, no. Because that's what exists now, AirPlay. Right. AirPlay yeah. – there's look, about eight games out there that, that you can control with your iPad and see the content on a big screen. This is something different. What they want to do is have you oh, actually download iCloud. the iOS games to the Apple TV and use a Bluetooth controller to play your games on your TV without any other device with no hmm. iPad and no iPhone. It would use iCloud to store the game. Yes. Interesting. And so are there any games that you guys are particularly wanting to do that way? That, I would. I think there's a whole slew yeah. of games I have that have bad controls. <laughs> yeah, you know what game I would love to do that that Oceanhorn game, that <laughs> Zelda <laughs> ripoff game that I really <laughs> find a, yeah. very <laughs> cute and endure, endearing. I would totally do Tomb Raider. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That I guess there are a lot of um, those kind of like the first person shooter type games mm-hmm. that they have for the iPad that the Call of Duty one. Cool, but yeah. it, you know you can't really play them. Walking, or it's kind of weird. The Walking Dead uh, assault game that mm-hmm. top down. That's, that's a really oh, cool yeah. game. That would be really fun on the big screen. Um, if you don't have the cave already on other platforms, but if you have it on the uh, iOS, that needs to be on something. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't handle really well as a touch uh, game. Right. Um, but you can you can pick it up on iOS. Yeah, there's a I think there's a ton of games that this would be amazing for. Agreed. Um, Agreed. My Simpsons so- Sims free play. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons tapped out. Let's do Simpsons tapped out. Tapped out. Oh my god! I think my my phones would go crazy. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, no, no. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Everybody do something for 24 hours. I'm not, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. need one control <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Everyone go. Um, well, I don't know. Steph might not like this, but there's an update for Pocket Mine. Oh, I heard. Yeah, you said that. Or who was it you that said that? Somebody Ralph, said, oh, Ralph, Ralph said, said it. Ralph said it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw it last night and I was like, what's this? You can do like this crafting stuff now in it. So that's pretty cool. I don't know exactly what it does because I I don't have any materials to do the crafting yet. I will figure it out. But um, (laughs) yeah, so you've got to get this mystery thing to do that. And um, oh, you've got to build a factory. Yeah, it's this factory building stuff. 
So I haven't got anything yet to do it. I'm sure you have to dig and you'll find different things. So they're probably adding another element into the dig and kind of just like they added the ability to um, wear different suits and things like that and give you different bonuses. That was something that wasn't initially in the game and then they later added to it. So pocket mine, you keep pulling me in. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, So uh, we also, uh, Plague Inc., one of our favorite iOS mm-hmm. games looks like it's coming to Steam on February yes. 20th with mm-hmm. multiplayer, co-op and competitive. Yes. So there you go. I, I cannot wait to have to see that like two competing diseases trying to take over the world. <laughs> I cannot wait to see cool. that. I know. Or if we could join forces to to try and, you know, be the disease and take over. I, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Plus <laughs> I this you know, this was a one man studio. One I don't man. I don't yes. know if it is anymore. He might have gotten more people now. I don't know. But I, I mean, so. <laughs> for one guy to do this was just amazing. And he was such a nice guy, too. I've, you know, talked to him on Twitter and on um, email and stuff. And he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. So can't wait. It'll be called um, uh, Plague Inc. Evolved. Evolved. Cool. So look for it on February 20th um, on Steam. So I'm sure there's probably a play, a page right now that you could probably uh, <laughs> put it on your probably. wish list. <laughs> but, well, they had a know. cool countdown on their uh, homepage, you know, saying that something would happen today, the 30th. Mm-hmm. And that's when it flipped over with the announcement. So hmm, they cool. just announced it today. Very awesome. Uh, well, we don't have any emails. Oh, no emails. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to uh, send us an email, you can at lazyofleet at gmail.com. We love mm-hmm. them. There's also uh, a voicemail uh, option uh, alongside the website on uh, Stephanie. I'm just doing your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ladies, <laughs> uh, at Um So, uh, just a friendly reminder we stream live on Alpha Geek Radio every Thursday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm sure that time will change when uh, we have the uh, whole daylight savings happen again. But for right now, it's 4 p.m. Mountain Time every Thursday. Uh, you can find more information at ladiesofleet.com slash LOL live. Um, I am looking into potentially starting up video again. I need to go through some some video. I'm, I'm testing out uh, Google Hangouts again. I didn't like the lag in it. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad before. It was, uh, but there's, there's, you know, YouTube has their streaming. Um, there's Justin Twitch. TV. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I'm evaluating. But for right now, you can you can listen from your phone. So if you're on your way home, uh, you can just pull up Alpha Geek Radio. It's actually mobile.alphageekradio.com, and there's multiple channels now. So. Uh, Todd used to have only one channel, but now he has three. He has two, yeah. two nice. that uh, broadcast live podcasts, and then some. Re- and then when nobody's on air live, it does uh, recorded podcasts. And then he's just added a uh, geeky pod safe uh, music channel. So it's a really kind of cool. Uh, I was listening to the the music today, and he is still doing that Indiegogo. So if you do like that live experience, uh, throw him a couple bucks and get the system upgraded. I, I nice. uh, absolutely love it, and I really appreciate uh, Todd setting that up for us. It's it's really a cool feature to have. So, and we're also in the Frog Pants IRC chat room. If you're not familiar, it's uh, over at irc.thinstack.net, and it's uh, just 
pound frog pants. And then we're just hanging out there during the show. And I got kicked out today. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh you got kicked out? <laughs> I got kicked out. Yeah. So were you, that's were why you, I'm not in there. Were you cussing or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I was saying naughty things. <laughs> I wasn't. All right. And, and just a friendly reminder, you can... Uh, you can head on over to Slash Loot and check out all the awesome uh, T-shirts, including ours, uh, over there. So if you head on over to SlashLoot.com, there's some great geeky frog pants T-shirts. There's Lazy Elite T-shirts. There's the Instance. Uh, I don't think uh, there might be a Final Score uh, T-shirt in there. Um, yeah, and, there is. Yeah. And then you can also use the code LADIES if you're looking at a doghouse system, and you will get double the memory and a free T-shirt with that. So um, my husband just bought one, and he just got it today. So he he was jealous of mine, and he wanted to upgrade. (laughs) So Yeah, he got a pretty cool system. I'm jealous of his system because his system's better than my system. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, I work here. I need a better system than Mark's bag. Come on. So he's excited. So we're gonna we're gonna do he did a little unboxing video for us, or Nicole did. They both did. I filmed it. He just he he opened the box. And um yeah, he's got some really cool artwork on the side of his and I'm I I was in love with this artwork. I thought it was just so badass. Yeah, uh John Funk, um friend of of the network and the show, uh Mark said, hey, do you think you'd throw something together? He's like, yeah. So boom, there he, there he did it. So Yeah, and it looked really good. So that's is that going to be over on the, the blog or at doghousesystems.com? Yep, I'll put it on Doghouse Networks. We oh. have a blog over there, and it'll go out on Twitter and on Facebook. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so if you want, you can also follow us all on Twitter. We're on mm-hmm. the tweeter. Uh, you can follow me at Nicole Spag. Uh, Stephanie is at XIA, XIA1, and Kim is at just Kim Molly, K I M O L L Y. There's an N in there. Did I? What did I? Where did I? There's a what in there? Uh, in your N. name? X I A X I N X I A N. I I'm putting my A's and my N's together. Um, or just go to lazily.com, look at yeah. the show notes. Um, our show notes are always anything we talk about, uh, I link to them in the show notes. So if anything you've ever listened to in the past and you're like, what was the game that they were talking about? Um, it is in the show notes. <laughs> and I'm actually in the process of putting together a um a full summary list of all of the Mateo apps that I've done over the year or so. So it's just one one place that you can find them. So be looking for that on LazyElite.com as well. Uh, so next week, um, let's see, it's going to be February, the first week of February. Do we? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Wolf Among Us will be out yet, but if it is, uh, I'm going to be playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we'll be playing it. Yeah. So, what? Uh oh, what happened? Oh no, I I want to play it, but I don't want to play it. You know. <laughs> the the uh, the trials of, of Kim. Yes, oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> My drama life. <laughs> you poor thing. Oh, I got a yeah. big Rough life All here. Right, yeah. All right. So thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in, and especially those that tuned into the live stream. We really appreciate it. And have an awesome weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.
This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. Uh, if you're listening to this, you, you might want to hit pause or yeah. go to channel one and <laughs> listen to yeah. something else. You don't, you don't want to hear with spoilers. All right. So ends. at the very, very end, the Lutis twins tell um, Booker that... Um, Are you talking infinite or burial at sea? Burial at sea. Okay. Okay. So th- when they're kind of explaining what's happening, in one of the timelines... And you see that you see what happens to the little girl um, with getting her her head chopped off. Right. The guilt is so great that he 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 asked the Lutis twins to put him somewhere else. So mm-hmm. they took him to another timeline. So he was hidden from Elizabeth. Oh, from her purge. From her purge. Right. So it was her going after him, kind of tying up loose ends. Right. And That's- so he wasn't supposed to be in Rapture. He was never supposed to be in Rapture. Right. And that was him hiding out, basically trying to run away from his his past. Right. I mean, that's that's the general idea is that Comstock should have been wiped out, and yet he wasn't. So how did her, how did her powers fail her that she didn't get them all? Because, I mean, really, when you say there's infinite variations, Mm -hmm. that should have been covered under infinite variations. But The fact that at least one of the times the Latices would have hidden him. But see, that's that's going against, I mean, the fact that they're moving him from one timeline to another is like, he's not part of the timeline. So how can he, how can that happen? But surely that's that's encompassed in what she's doing, right? I'm just telling you. I, I can't. My my but eyes see, are going to go. Why is Elizabeth back there? Did they send her back too, or did she go on her own accord? She's, she's on her own. Yeah. Okay. So because she. How did she find him then? That's what she was hunting for him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. And that's why she kind of goes through this song and dance with him because she wants him. She's toying with him, and mm-hmm. she's because the Lutwee. Lutis twins brought him to a different timeline. He has forgotten. He tried to forget all of that. And the whole Sally thing is the key to unlock his memories. Right. That's and, what she and, wanted. Yeah. Was, and, the, the whole purpose was for her to get him to the point where he remembers who he is so that she can kill him. Yeah. Just, ah. She's just, she's just okay, messing that up. Actually, see, that actually makes sense. That right. I never, I never got that explanation but now that that begs the question is, so now what happens in episode two? Well, you're going to play Elizabeth. Yeah, so you'll be, you'll be mean, controlling her. Yeah, right. I mean, you've evolved this. And because if when we first met Elizabeth, she was very naive and very sweet. Mm-hmm. And, da, da, da. and so she's kind of gone through this kind of journey of herself to the point where she's killing people now. Right. You know? Well, I mean, and in... In Infinite, one of the variations was her essentially bringing it about the Armageddon that he always said she would. Mm-hmm. He was the killing machine that you know he thought would right. – he always predicted that she would rain destruction down on the people below. And that's what she was doing. Right. Uh, so I hope she doesn't get to that. <laughs> that's not where we're going. But uh, we'll yeah, she's somewhere in the middle at this point. Yeah. I'm really interested mm-hmm. to see how her character develops in, in episode two. 
So yeah, because you don't want her to be mm-hmm. um, a, like an evil person. No, and uh, but she kind of that's but Com- kind of like but Comstock what and Booker is. I mean, we're that's true. Yeah, that's true. A, he's a bastard. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I yeah, agree. That's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> And well, it that may show you like how many times does this guy get to screw up, right? So right. first he gives away Elizabeth, and then he gives away Sally. Holy crap, dude! Did you not? Well, no, he anything? didn't give Apparently her. He, did, he didn't give her he away. Did. He no. lost her in a gambling that, bet. No, I thought yes. he said he lost her because he was gambling. He lost her in a gambling bet. That's what I got from that. No, I didn't get that. I got that he was gambling and she wandered off. That's kind of the way I took it too. Yeah. See, I think I think Steph's mind is just twisted, so she's she thinks that way. Well, I mean, really, why else would he feel guilty? Where else was her family? Why wouldn't they go get her? Yeah, I don't know. All right, Wait, was he like a babysitter? No, he he just like in the first one gambled yeah, away something that was true. valuable, a girl. That's true to pay that's his true. debts, oh, and that's exactly a, what he did twice. Asshole. <laughs> like, Jerk. <laughs> he is he is a jerk. He is a low life just scumbag, you know. Yeah. That, but because you play loser. him, you want him to be good. Yeah. yeah. We want <laughs> some like, redemption. I don't want to be well, bad. and so maybe playing Elizabeth will will you know be more in tune with her and not Booker and you know will be okay with destroying him. Yeah. But I, I mean at, for his point, own good. Right. She has no family right she has no one to go back to no right yeah i don't know we'll see yeah, I, it's, she, a, it's a compelling storyline right sure. how does she so. build her life now but yeah. if there's is this um but there's multiple elizabeths too right did there's, she destroy all those other multiple no the, all the elizabeths are still there but she is the prime one i think okay they're they're essentially since we got rid of comstock uh, she's a baby? No, he died before that. He yeah. died before she was born. But she still exists because she's she always... She does. Yeah. But so the other Elizabeths don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They disappear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's if right. He, that's right. If he dies at the baptism... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well yeah. before... Oh, my brain Elizabeth is hurting. Is yeah, it's well before that. But I love that in, the, in that link to the storyline, they're, suppo- they're hypothesizing what episode two will be about. And it says... Um, what if Elizabeth succeeds in helping Fontaine get back into Rapture? Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I thought Instead that was like, weird that they're bringing that in, you know. And right, like if she, what if she can clean up Rapture? And I'd make like it, to. St- I'd like to stay been. in Rapture. Yeah, totally. Uh, dude, I was always Rapture. Yeah. <laughs> like Infinite's cool. Columbia was cool, but I totally, I'm all about Rapture. Yeah. Uh, that city is so amazing to me. Did you happen to, and this is just a complete Easter egg, but did you happen to see in the beginning of episode one, when you're walking out of his office and you're walking down that in, initial uh, big view yeah, where you yeah. can see out into the ocean and there are shops on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two dudes uh, hugging each other. No, I didn't like, see as, that. Like as a couple, no. I was like, Holy crap. That was pretty progressive. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I didn't see so, that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got to get going. Uh, again, chat room, if you're still, if you're still hanging with us. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, I, I forgot. <laughs> hey, there you go. I, I warned them. <laughs> I was talking about infinite. Yep. All right. Have a great night, uh, ladies. Talk to you soon.
Bye, guys. Bye.